0: Your show's
1: rubbish. Oh, she oh, does sound quite stone, I know, oh. yeah, she does, yeah. Dominatrix, sort of. <laughs> dominatrix, sort, of, okay. sort of woman I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep me in. Uh, Gary's
2: trying to, trying to find uh, exactly who the song was. I like the lady who does uh, Mind the Gap
0: on the tube as well just track her down the scottish widow
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like you could probably you know i know they keep it very secret like there's the woman who does series she's very like they keep it very secret you know, like you're not allowed to say. Who. Oh, so Gary may, might take you some time to find the person. I'm willing
2: <laughs> to put that work in and to, har- you know, to go to a lot of ladies' doors. you see me, yeah.
0: Excuse me, do you do Siri? Well, you've probably um, heard anyway. We've yes, got, we've are so. joined by a very special guest, the third person who is going mm. to be helping us to review episode three, season three. And this is the Detroit Trout to say at this point. Uh, I'm Miles. Yes. We've got Gary here, and we've got. Hello. Daniel Sharman. We are honoured. Honoured yeah. to have Daniel Sharman. Through.
2: Hello. Now, some of your credits just to go through. Uh, you've been in Team Wolf, the originals, Fear the Walking Dead and Cursed. That's quite a scary kind of resume. Dan, he doesn't yeah, like, he
0: doesn't know any TV. So those, those are TV shows that I, he's...
1: I don't either. I don't. <laughs> either. They sound <laughs> great. It's quite all right, Gary. I, yes,
0: they're all quite scary. I mean, I, I, I've
1: talked about this before. It's not it's not because I love a certain um, genre or a thing. It's just because those are the jobs that they that I can get. Certainly not a um, particular penchant I have for uh, for the supernatural, but it, it has just kind of worked out that way. So, but they're all you know they've all been part of being a working actor, I guess.
2: Well, you're clearly very successful, and I'd say the most famous person that we know that like that is into an XFM obsessed because you are and you're an XFM obsessive Daniel you're also pretty well known so yeah so all those things that you've been in I yes I haven't seen I don't I I haven't watched anything since about 1997 Father Ted's (laughs) final episode so but no you we know we know you've got a huge Twitter following you're very successful so thanks so much for doing this we really appreciate it because um you didn't need to take your time out and you're you're I don't want to give too much away but you're you're filming somewhere at the moment in the world so thank you guys Guys,
1: I said it to you before, but I really, I'm really looking forward to this, and it is—it's a big part, a big part of my like life. This, so it's great chat to other people for whom it's also been a big part of their life. So,
0: absolutely, I I know we sort of spoke about it a bit before, but are you able to tell, like, listeners how you got into the shows, how you discovered them? Uh, Because I believe there was a a USB involved (laughs) as well. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I I started listening to when I was—I was a really bad art student at school, and I used to just put the, the the xfm we we had saturday school so we used to go in so i'd listen to the xfm shows live like when i was doing my gcse my Mm. gcse and then my a level or whatever and i just kind of i loved it and i i kind of knew of the show it was all i remember it being on and, and then obviously like through the office when the office came out and then suddenly you know i just thought i think it is the most genius piece of art ever made I really oh. I really believe that like I don't and I, and I will argue with anybody about <laughs> the, the fact that like the fact that that is that you couldn't make that now for so many reasons the things that had to go right I mean I've obviously having been a, an actor and, and watched things come to come together I, I just I'm still baffled by like how they made something as purely genius mm-hmm. as that I, I
2: totally agree with you. It's fantastic from casting to writing to acting. Everything's perfect, isn't
1: everything, it? Everything, I don't, you know, I, I, I think it is a piece of art. Like, and I, and I don't know if there's there's ever been a show that like could it could could it even like because it, it you know whether it's The Wire or whatever there are these great shows but there's you know some clunky weird stuff in that. I just think it's staggered by like how good, if from, from like you say, the casting, to the direction, to the thing, and like the characters, the whole thing, I, I, it's just, so I, I fell in love with it. And then I watched Ricky's Animals. And then I kind of like, remember getting into the, the old shows and going back. I told you guys this before, but I had like a, when I moved to America, you know, that the shows have started kind of becoming available. Um, i know uh, itunes did the like xfm shows but i had a usb with every single episode from like you know from the from, from the like weird recordings i don't know if you've heard those the ones with like ricky's mom who calls oh, it. Oh, oh yeah mom yeah yeah, yeah
2: series zero mm.
1: those yeah the zeros and like I had all of those in it and I I, I it was my most treasured possession because it was like <laughs> I, I took that and I'd listen to it to sleep and I would listen to them on planes or whatever and I just you know I would just fucking crack up laughing because I just <laughs> I just think they're equally as genius you know they're they never were as funny again you know and that's like also pretty pretty sad but it's like also, I was going to say this to you, lads, and I'm sure you think that like this as well, whereas some of the stuff that gets said in it is all used in Ricky's stand-up. And he steals all of it from yeah. this, either Steve's observations or, you know, Carl's start, you know. So it's like weird to see that there's no acknowledgement of those at mm. that time in their life. Because it's like, I think it's informed most of their comedy and they're still, kind yeah. of, you know, using it to a degree. And so I find it weird that it doesn't get more from them at least, doesn't even reference. I think I, they're quite I, I, worried
2: about some of the content and material like getting out there in these sort of times, especially Ricky and kind of Ricky's probably too big to be cancelable and he's he's literally said that as well. But he he's kind of I don't think he wants to acknowledge he, he probably doesn't remember specifically all the things he said there, but he knows there was some stuff that would is yeah. naughty and Steve too. Car probably yeah. doesn't care as much. So I think that's part of it. But yeah, absolutely yeah, that's, it's
1: that's probably, I mean, even in the episode we review today and they're right on the line there like they're you know there is you can get away with it now. <laughs> over the line yeah
0: i love um, though that you are um, obviously using those shows and having the I, I mean i i'm a big fan of old tech so i love i love a usb or a, a line wire download and i love <laughs> just okay. all that stuff i've got such nostalgia for that but also as a gig and actor obviously you are like i'm guessing you're jetting off like in loads of different exotic locations and different places so to have that those shows that kind of a little slice of home and it's just such a comforting familiar place to occupy and and as you said you know brilliant to go to sleep to
1: it's so weird you know because you obviously like see some of the comments on some of the the youtube things. is there's so many people fall asleep to it and i find that find it funny because it's not your immediate you wouldn't no. immediately think of that as a as a, as a as a especially with ricky's laugh there's it's not a immediately calm but and yet like for so many people there is this kind of like Real comfort to it, Uh. and I've you know I've woken, I've had some really fucking strange dreams waking up Mm. halfway through to like Carl in the Planet of the Apes thing because it's like (laughs) really aggressive Uh and it's like you know you're not not sure if you're awake. So so it's not that it wouldn't be your go to like thinking that this, this is, but so many people listen to it and go go to sleep to it. It's like an
2: ironic thing, really, because even the loud bits are kind of, they're calming. So when you hear Ricky's laugh come in, and usually it's like, if you weren't interested in the show, that that wake you up? You'd oh, jolt you up. But to us, it's kind of like calms us down. It's kind of, it's, it's got that calming influence, ironically, because it's such a chaotic show.
1: Yeah, it's, funny. it's a funny one. And it? it is it is kind of very, I think, nostalgic as well and and because yeah you listen to them so many times that like you also know I you know I get to parts now and I'm like there's parts that I'm like oh I, I don't I've heard the horse in the house so many times <laughs> as soon as he starts that story yeah. I'm like oh this is going to be 10 minutes of this like you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like you want a little bit of surprise you know hmm. some of them you forget
0: but isn't it isn't it funny to know something that well like i remember like yeah. when i was really young yeah. i could tell like from number zero to 151 of pokemon but i was like crap at times tables and now it's like i know these shows <laughs> inside and out and yet i can't remember like yeah. simple things to do with my job or like i can't remember a recipe yeah. or just <laughs> crap like oh, that I day to day the most basic it's like the most useless piece of knowledge that I, like <laughs> now. I
1: think you guys you guys said it in one of your things so it's just like if you were to do on um, um what is that show
0: A mastermind? Mastermind, yeah. yeah. It would be yeah.
1: like that is your specialty subject and Oh yeah.
0: So useful. Be. I bet well, the would be to... Pokemon Hun... Okay. Right. <laughs> 151 <laughs> uh, Mew. I know that. I, 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 I just yes. like uh, the res- the research is going can horse and house Gays gays in toilets. What is, and we're writing to, how should we we get paid for this? (laughs) It's write these crappy questions. So, um, you found the shows,
2: and like we all found the shows in sort of different ways, but quite similar as well. Like, I I can certainly, I I just want to take your, like, uh, have your permission to call you up anytime I'm arguing with someone about how good the office is and sort of say, This is Daniel Sharman. I'm going to get him on the line and speak to you because that's exactly how I feel about it. See, that's what, that's um, what he
0: says, but he's really. Looking an in, inn to break LA. That's what he's looking for. Oh, no, no, any I low grade comedy. No, no, no. Any low grade comedy about bread in freezers and stuff. Love you love that, that don't you? <laughs> well, that's, anyway, well, let's let's move on from that. But yeah, um, <laughs> series three, episode
2: three. It's series three, the beginning of series three, the first few. I don't know if you find this. You? I, I find it a treat in a way because in my head the last few its obviously series, series two goes on for so long that series three is like a clean break even though the shows mm. don't feel like a clean break and it still hasn't hit that period where they're not as good like series four starts to fall into that and it's a bit more planned and it's a bit more you know but series three hasn't hit that whereas it's like a nice clean break and it's got some good moments but series three episode three is the one that we're reviewing today yeah and, and any initial it's, it's, thoughts, it's, Daniel, on series three in general,
1: or to this episode? Yeah, I think like I think you're right. Like eventually, I th- I think they get meaner. You know, I think they Ricky and Steve get really like. I mean, the the thing that I re- I realised like listening to season three again is like Ricky is genuinely pissed off that <laughs> Carl's got Monday. It won't let it go. He just he's he's like. Still you know, <laughs> How many weeks that is going on? And Carl just like you guys will know this better than mine. There is one episode before he goes to Hastings or whatever where it just it can yeah yeah. And I I can't listen to that one. I can't listen. I can't listen to that one. And I can't listen to the one where they've censored. They've censored something that's not going out. <laughs> oh, like, the swearing just, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's uh, yeah, yeah. That's. I can't listen to that because I just find Ricky so unpleasant. You know, I find it kind of. Difficult. So I don't, I like the ones where they're a bit, they're a bit kind of nicer to Carl, number one. And also, Mm. I don't feel like they're just trying to jump on something he says, which they, you know, eventually in some of the specials and the guides to, it just becomes like, how can we get Carl to say something and then us to Mm. like jump Mm. on it? And I find that really irritating because he's fun. He's funny. He's funny without having to like set him up, you know, he's, he's actually really. Smart, funny, and very kind of like, you know, you do find yourself kind of going, oh, "I'll leave it out." Like I've thought, I've yeah, thought that, you know, like you know, especially when they're trying to. Explaining like quantum physics or something. So you're just like, mm. Sh- shut up, shut up, Ricky, and shut up. It's no, so hard
0: to understand I don't know and, what and like. Talking about either. Yeah. Exactly, especially
1: Steve. Steve at those
2: points, like, kind of, he's like the little bully hiding behind. I know he's big, but yeah. hiding behind the bigger bully, going, <laughs> Very tall yeah, buddy. yeah, kind of backing him up, but behind him, kind of, and he doesn't. And Carl at one point says to him during those discussions, "You don't get it. Right? You're a bit quiet over there, Steve." And it's like he does. He actually doesn't get it. You know, most people wouldn't, to be fair. You know.
1: Yeah, there there is a kind of he does he does he's a bit Gareth in the pub you know pub, <laughs> pub quiz the uh, you can throw a boot a shoe over a pub you know that he gets a bit like he gets a bit over over his own skis and he gets he but so the beginning of season three I kind of I like I mean I like I I, I like it I, I don't mind the beginning I think they're they're a little less hard on Carl and that's nice you know like I like I like. I like the kind of the beginning of it. Yeah, and there's just a lot, you know. See the gay fellas, you know. So (laughs) offensive. So offensive. It's really like. It is, but it's good. I think it's it's still funny to me. I mean, I still I still laugh. There's a few laugh out moments in this one. But and also in this episode, we'll I'm sure we'll go through it. But you do get the feeling that like Steve is. There are a few moments in this season where Steve genuinely is hurt by Ricky
2: Mm. yes yes absolutely
1: quite right as well I would be hurt you
0: know in that situation horrible I get so sad obviously he doesn't get invited to (laughs) Ricky's birthday and he's being shunned to the side because of this friendship with Jonathan Ross which he was probably quite I mean I've read it in a few comedians autobiographies and stuff like he was the person to know. He was like the, the aspirational yeah. breaking into industry. You would want to be his mate. And the fact that they're so close. But then when they said, uh, when he gets to the end and um, Ricky says, listen, Steve, me and you are going to be friends or whatever. And it's yeah. like, yeah, my, it's heart, so just, my heart just breaks at that moment because I know how not, that story's yeah. played out. You automatically think like you'll have your long-term <laughs> collaborators or your creative partners or whoever it is, that you'll remain friends forever.
1: Steve, I it is a very like he, he's quite an obtuse person right it's quite mm. difficult i mean i've i've and he's very funny and he knows that you know he talks about it a lot about him in not being affable or in the yeah. way but there's clearly underneath it he has got something that he he feels like oh i just want to just want to kind of be loved in this way and like his friendship with Taika with TT who he's worked with now like mm. I've seen I've seen them together and it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit similar in that in that he's got he's got he's he's very intellectual Steve so he's he's yeah. trying he knows what is what's works but he also knows his own kind of fallibility I think which makes it quite hard to to kind of hear it when he's genuinely hurt and I think that, I think Carl nails him in a way <laughs> really hurts him it really hurts i feel like he's got that he's got that thing of wishing he was he was kind of more affable more more like carl in a way i think but
2: yes that's a good point about steve you think steve kind of like he looks upon carl
1: upon carl were you saying as sort of i wish i was a bit more like i think he wants to i think he's his intellectual mind is quite judge he's quite He's quite a judgmental character and he says it a lot mm. in his the radio shows but he wants to be the person that Ricky like just fucking adores and loves and you know all of that and, I'm with like, you there actually hang out with and he's just yeah. and he's not and so when there's these moments with his birthday and that it's so hard because you're like oh god he's not He's aware of his own <laughs> problems, his, his own lack of kind of whatever <laughs>
2: authenticity. Do you think of that still to this day? Because I think Steve has had real serious independent success on his own. And Steve kind of probably measures his life on how successful he is, you know, we, or will do to an extent with um, his work. He's done, what's that, what's that film, Miles? You like uh, Fighting With fighting my, family. my Family. He's done that. He's got, he's got a show coming out. Do you, do you feel he still feels that about Ricky or I less so I now? Don't.
1: I've always thought this about that those two is like ultimately they balance each other out to yeah make i really agree good work i don't know if you saw hello ladies it's all very kind of meanness that sometimes steve has a little bit of like mm. he has that little that kind of almost nihilistic kind of mm-hmm. thing and i and i feel like Ricky balances it because his charisma and his thing, and so when they're together, they kind of make something that works. There's a balance to it. But whereas both of them individually, they I just don't think they ever really achieve anything. They kind of their their flaws become really obvious. With huh. Ricky, it's like unbelievable. Some of the, some of the height, <laughs> mm. it's unbelievable. You know, and but. He can carry some of it because he's such a good performer, and he's mm. also, I think, got such a, an incredible kind of ability to make things real. But it, you know, if you read it on the page, you'd be like, "What are you doing?" And I think, I think that's that's where I think they kind of, they'll all go off and do very successful things. But I don't, I don't think that um, they'll ever have that balance again
2: do you feel like there's some listeners of of our show who say that they would like there to be a reunion they can't wait you know there should be some sort of reunion but to be honest that that's about just the last thing i'd ever want you know i'd never i don't think i'd even listen to it you know loving the show so much because it's kind of it would ruin it and it wouldn't work now when they had their individual careers as they've
1: had i don't know i i i I still would probably watch it i think i think i would still like want to know Their dynamic, like, you know, it would have changed, but, like, I would wonder how much of their dynamic... You know, they did a lot of stuff together, um, including the kind of promotional stuff they've done for the shows, for HBO. You know, they've done a lot Mm. together. They've done a lot. They've done... They're always pretty funny. Like, I do like watching them interact together i I just wonder i wonder if like it would ever be uh if they were to do like a radio you know one one last radio show i think i would probably tune in
2: i would listen but i wouldn't i wouldn't relish the that they were going to do but yes i would it would be it'd be fascinating
0: yeah but it's nice that they've all had such different careers now and to revisit that you know after these 20 years and you know i'd also quite like to know like for instance what Carl made of. Brexit or lockdown or COVID. Like there's so much interesting material that like, you wouldn't even need to revisit all of the old stuff, though I'm sure it would come back. But they've just they're so much more mature.
2: Go to go to go to the supermarket. Hang about in the frozen chicken section <laughs> if you got COVID. That's, that's his take on COVID.
1: That's all you have to do.
2: On this particular episode, uh, Daniel, is it? How would you rank it? Is it one of your one of your more favourite episodes, or not? Not so not on your top
1: ten list. think it hits the heights of other episodes? I, I wouldn't say it's. I don't think it's top. I don't think it's top five. I it would It might be in the top ten, but. It's quite a weird, there's an, a bit of an awkwardness to this one that I, I like noticed, like listening to it again, like this time, I was like, there is a bit of like, I think they, they're getting back into the swing a little bit. They're kind of getting more used to to being back in the studio. And, and so I, there's a little bit, but although there are some, there are still some brilliant moments, I think like when we'll get to it, but there are some like <laughs> genuinely like laugh out loud moments, which is, um, yeah. That's always a good one. You know, it's quite, it's yeah. quite, it's, it's a complete one, which is nice. Like I, I do like it as that. I do also like, you know, Best Bomb in W1. I mean. It's, my, it's, my <laughs> I Carl, did,
2: it's such and a good, such a great lead for it as well. Yeah. It, and it, just it, the way
1: Carl describes it, you know, it's just. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. Like, you know, like, like, it's just, you to see, to see that Carl's like constantly wrestling with
0: like what
1: is going on. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. You know. But do you think it's, it's? I think it's okay to be like that. Like if you're, because he he says at the end, you know, Carl's an ignorant person. He's he's like naive. They yeah. they kind of jump in to defend him and say it said, "Wow, great homophobic material." Because it's like I agree. It wasn't homophobic. Yeah, they're
2: defending themselves. It
0: could easily yeah. come across as that. Obviously, can you so you can understand that person's criticism? But you you're allowed to be fascinated by a different culture or like yeah. sexuality or something, aren't you? Totally. And I it's good to it's, ask questions. I
1: don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's like I've never. I you know I when that person calls in, I, I think they do get a bit scared. You know, there is a little yeah. bit of a like yeah. shit, like. But the, I I don't I think. I think we, if you lose that ability to be inquisitive and also to be ignorant in some way, and Mm. also to us, and to be funny, I do think you get, you do, you risk it becoming too serious and there's nothing in life that's really that serious yeah it no. can't be inquisitive you know there can't be some inquiry over like how it's and like carl ne- you know he's never i don't think he's ever malicious and i don't think any of them are really malicious there's things around the previous episode there you're like oh that is <laughs> the trans stuff outside the- yeah they- but but also the um you know are you are you, un- are you sick? Oh yeah, you sick? Oh, No, my you know. God. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> that's, that's but like, like, it's- you know, that's kind of, com- you know, there's comedy on the line, like that is kind of like where you kind of like to expose, it exposes your own kind of sense of um, I guess like your own prejudice in some way because you have this reaction that's like, <gasps> yeah, you know and I think that that's kind of the point of the comedy. I never, I never, I've certainly never found it too offensive. Maybe because I I just kind of believe that nothing should be off the table in some, when it comes to kind of (laughs) laughing
0: and joking. I feel like you get like less, Sensitive to things the more you listen to it. I'm so desensitized to everything, apart from my obvious privilege as being a, you know, (laughs) a white sort of straight man. Like, I can't relate myself to being offensive by anything like that, but I'm so sort of zoned out by it now. And I think what I like about these shows is they're so lighthearted and fun. And I do feel like we've kind of lost that in a way with like modern. I don't know, there's some great podcasts obviously out there and brilliant people doing brilliant work, but there is a reason they're so successful these shows like albeit to the people that really like them yeah i do think context matters that this show
1: like it is designed like i think it is like watching somebody just like wrestling with like (laughs) a different time period like a totally different era like carl's from a different and it's like watching this person like and it's there's something like human about that and I I just mm. I've always thought the context of it is always pretty it's pretty good and and can and can kind of get through some of the controversy I don't think they're ever doing it to like hurt anyone so
2: yeah I think I, I totally agree I think that if you had not got series one and the beginnings of series two then this these short shows by series three if you heard them just on their own isolated people you didn't know just out of context now I think yeah, they could be offensive, but within the context that they've built up and the kind of goodwill that they've built up, Carl, and the kind of understanding of Carl. And it's not, Ricky says at some points, it's not hate. It's not there's no hate. And it's mm-hmm. true. If there was there, yeah. you could do what Carl does with hate. You know, it could it could be hateful, but it's just not with Carl, you know, and that makes yeah. a difference. And they you have to yeah. you have to know about the previous shows to kind of you have to buy into it their whole concept of carl and then it becomes yeah. less and even what steve and ricky do just themselves becomes less offensive in a way because it's kind of like well you've got you're attached to carl and you kind of you've got that yeah. that protection i still find some bit offensive but no i never i love the show so i, I even when i find it offensive i yeah. kind of can live in that dual space where it's a, i'm offended but, but it's actually really funny so it kind of that outweighs yeah the offense.
1: i think i think the other thing that i i, I you know I, I, I think about this show as particularly is like Carl is genuinely like a, a he is like a diamond. He is he's, he's <laughs> literally like a. Uh, super like uh, (laughs) to to have to have written the office right to have the the good fortune to have like all those ducks in a row to have written the office and then to find Carl Hilkington in a yeah radio studio so people come across that you know you get luck like that you know some people get one thing and it's like incredible Mm. and, and they kind of ride those coattails for a little while but like Ricky has got an astounding ability to make incredible things happen and like The Office is one of them and Carl's another one because if Carl was in any way offensive or you know difficult in any way it would the show wouldn't be it he's he's an alien of an extraordinary like naivety but he's also like such heart and he's got like all of these incredible characteristics that mean he's like one of the most perfect fall guys I've ever, you could ever come across. And to find him and develop him into a kind of stalwart of the show, I think is another one of those, like it's a piece of luck, but also genius, you know, because Mm. that like, you know, I don't think he's ever he's genuinely a special person and to think like if Ricky wasn't there, there's no mm. way that, Rick, that Carl would do, be doing anything no. other than kind of pretty, you know, you know, in this day technical. Yeah. Yeah. To this day. And like, that's crazy because Carl is, is a really special person, you know, like mm. he's, and it is actually quite, I think a fucking amazing actor, but, but more than that, it's an incredible human being. And, I feel like they they really kind of they're they're really lucky that his views are totally ignorant and they're not fused with any you know particular racism I don't think you know other than his own ignorance it's like it's pretty amazing that he they found this guy who's naive enough to be that but also you know funny enough but also mm. like got enough heart to like carry the show
2: yeah and Ricky Ricky really uses him well. I think that's a lot to Ricky's yeah. credit because Carl, we know, sat in on other shows like Zobel and he, he would kind of pop up on other shows. I haven't heard it, but he talks about it. And... He never, none of them ever would have cultivated what what Ricky cultivated, and obviously it comes from Carl. But Ricky did a lot of that. Ricky yeah. kind of really deserves credit for that, I think, so for totally. sort of for sort of creating it into something so special, because otherwise it would just be hidden. You know, Carly's yeah. special in and of himself. He deserves credit, but yeah. Ricky doesn't to some extent, Steve as well, but possibly yeah, less. Yeah, right.
1: like I think Ricky's ability to, you know, because he is totally authentic. <clears throat> ricky like whether you know sometimes it can be a uh, too much but like he mm. brings out in carl the genius you know yeah and, i and agree like, that is something that is incredible the alchemy of those two is is very funny and, and it's also heartwarming and there's genuine love there you know you can always picture whenever they talk he talks about him going to the pub with carl <laughs> and like he says you know things happen around carl but i think <laughs> it's like things happen around those two because ricky's the battle he's the kind of the showman of it and carl's the kind of full guy but they're just a perfect yeah. match. Mm-hmm. it
0: really Absolutely. makes me laugh like as you were saying before steve's kind of looking like, always getting a look in saying like why aren't you you know, I'm I'm still here, alright? But it is that sort of yeah, Toy Story yeah, yeah. Andy situation, like Buzz Light has just arrived. I'm gonna drop Woody, I'm gonna yeah. play with this thing now. And no no more is that yeah. more obvious in the discussion with like the, the Jonathan Ross gate, because it comes in quite soon yeah. into the episode and straight away yeah. it's it it's been so the it eve or the next Yes, yeah, seriously how was Jonathan Ross? Alright. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> just that so sort of, but he was that that is i find that just so sad i was wondering um dan do you have any like um sort of close male friendships or like who obviously you you do your podcast um the two yeah yeah but like with that sort of closeness yeah. of, of relationship because like me and gary was, so we've been mates for ages but like um yeah i always find it quite an interesting subject to talk about and i don't think people talk about like male friendships in like not in that kind of know that yeah. lads down the pub way but you know someone to like talk to properly and yeah. that sort of way give, yeah. give Mars a hippo
2: give Mars <laughs> a hippo next <laughs> birthday yeah. we're, from, we're good mates
1: yeah i think i think um i mean i'm lucky that i have you know i developed a good a good team of people that i but i think it is important more important than kind of people give it credit for but I I think that it's I think it's becoming more mainstream for men to talk about issues that are you know that, that they can talk about and and I think like I almost think Steve it, I think Steve like really wants to say in this thing, like I am really hurt, you know, and it's yeah. just like, I, it, it, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it is really brutal. And I, I, I think he does say, you know, I've got good reason. I've got good reason to be here. I've just thought of this. <laughs> you know, he hasn't just thought of it. You know? No, like, no. you know, he's been thinking about that for a while.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it must have fucking hurt.
0: To i would it. hate it to hear i mean that's,
1: that's why i'm so
2: pleased so pleased he's had the career he's had since then to kind of like he doesn't need ricky anymore for his career at least at least yeah. for that but yeah, it's, he not, did, it's not it's not like that but that kind of makes up for it but
0: yeah but you would have thought you go through all that together that you you'll be a team and you of get course, you at least get a course. fucking invite to your birthday like but it makes me worry yeah, about course. like the, the credibility of their friendship generally because. I don't know in my idealised mind they're, they're, they were best mates they did everything together they had they went to sandwich shops together went for a pint together obviously did the show together and then but Ricky's not that he, he's and also he's... not that he's just not that bothered either he's just he just shrugs off and then Carl gets to go and no, says you know no. the villa that we went to after could know, only sleep six just winding wind him up yeah, after yeah. that yeah, yeah
1: it is it's, it's like it's, I tell you what like I mean there's a few moments that, that Steve and Ricky do that like they go get into something that like Steve is genuinely pissed off right like either a joke or whatever and i have to give ricky like some credit because he does get the show he kind of can keep the show running and Mm. keep it light Mm. in a way that Mm. like it doesn't get derailed by steve you know he's like it goes oh oh, do you know what i think carl you know (laughs) i think i think he's jealous you know it's yeah. like it's like How the thing you, that you're yeah. like, oh God, is he actually gonna say that to Steve, but it's so <laughs> lighthearted it's okay like and I think it it is just shows what a good showman Ricky is because he can he can go on the edge. And do something, but also keep the show, you know. On, yeah. And, 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 and gets Carl involved in all of those moments where he goes, "Oh, that's a, a, a that's a good point, actually. That's a
2: good. he yeah. yeah, kind of it's like like the uh the Cold War. They don't yeah. attack each other directly. They do yeah. it like via via proxy. So Carl, oh well, Ricky does it by proxy of getting like Carl to kind of just just winding Carl up yeah, enough, sort of so giving him a, so he
1: and then he lets him. Loose on Steve instead of actually directly. Yeah, there's that one. There's that one where we go. I can't remember the episode, but like where Ricky basically like. He was he, Steve goes silent and he goes oh he's, he makes me nervous when he's silent. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really yeah. the eyes. Yeah, straight yeah. He <laughs> makes me nervous, but oh, Ellie's just like. <gasps> but he manages to somehow he manages to keep it on the on the road, and I think Steve would gen is genuinely like he gets body blowed, so he can't keep it on the road. But then Carlton <laughs> kind of. I don't yeah. know. Surprised. This is one of those moments. I mean, how is Jonathan? All, yeah. All right, All right. Yeah. like it's All just
0: right. oh. <laughs>
1: Jesus, it's has so, any- it's so
0: <laughs> cool. Well, and- <laughs> has anyone ever gifted you a pet, Dan? <laughs> What's the most yeah. extravagant no, gift you've had- ever been given by a man? <laughs>
1: I've never been given a, or pet a woman, yeah. I mean, they're oh. too
0: close, aren't they? They're just <laughs> they aren't too, are too <laughs> close. It's
1: too um, He does, he, he is literally is does it. give I-
0: them the pet on the show. I know, I yeah. Know, I watched yeah. the clip, I
1: was like, I know, and that, the pet just Ollie died. Ollie died, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. He it's It's definitely a weird thing to give a, another man a, a pet, but I'm all for it.
0: I'm all for
1: it. being open and vulnerable and all those I, but, think uh, I
0: think start small. Get a hamster, that, um, yeah, dog, way up. sea monkeys. Um,
1: but you are, you know, we've said this before, but I think like we are, you are seeing, you are seeing the beginning of Ricky going into s- absolute super drive at this point, mm. you know, mm. and this is this is it, you know, like the first season starts, Ricky's like, you know, he's he's kind of he's already not, obviously he's never taken a bus in his life, but he's not he's not in that world. now ends. you're seeing like yeah, he's 20, <laughs> 20 Um 20 one ends. one one stop for terminus. Please. <laughs> oh, so my, one my, it is like that they they <laughs> are in um that this is the beginning of Ricky just going into hyperdrive, you know, mm. and him and his little Lambretta. <laughs> I, remember, you know, remember. I remember
2: that. It was, yeah, yeah it was quite. But uh, to be fair to Steve, I think Steve does play a part in driving the show and kind of the fact he brings stuff like that up on there. Is yeah. is quite credit to Steve because he knows it's going to be entertaining. He's bringing it up, well, and yeah. he could bring it up off air. So he's kind of
1: he's yeah. he's playing into that as well. But it's a very sure. real show that it's kind of you know when when Jonathan comes into the thing, Steve does hold <laughs> his own. I have to I have to like I have to because it it would be <clears throat> interesting to see when he comes in. Like Steve could kind of go into a you know a little bit of a thing, but he does he does yeah. hold his own. Steve he he gives it back and he's like you know. You two, you know, you two, you know. He get, he, I don't know when that. When is that one where he comes with topaz and all that? I don't, I can't oh, that's it. in oh, series yeah. series
0: one. Where he comes in, gets his it's knob it's out, wrong. and which is that's not the first yeah, time yeah. he's done that a few times. But he was, he was the king of showbiz back back then, like late nineties, early noughties, was wasn't he? He was just because Steve was, said yeah. it at the start in series one. He says. I really, if there was one person I wanted to be friends with in the industry, it was it was like you knew that and I knew that. Yet Ricky gets, Ricky gets everything, doesn't he? He gets like everything, but it's so
1: everything. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we carved it up
2: early on that you would not be making the sort, <laughs> of, money sort of money I I mean, yeah, think yeah. of that. Even just that, like how direct that is, how real it is. And it, it yeah. does make the show... It like is us. real. And both Steve and him
1: and Ricky do play into... Yeah. It's just real. It's just, it's genuine, kind of, but they're doing it for humour. It is real. And, but, and, and like, in some way, I would understand it if if Ricky wasn't stealing. It just reminded me when he goes, hickory dickory dot, you know, when he does that. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. But like, I remember going to Ricky's stand up and all the King's horses and all the King, you know, I went there and I was like, I, when I listened to the pod, to the radio show, it's like that, that was Steve's observation. Yes. and It's yes. amazing that he doesn't, he doesn't ever like credit him. He doesn't ever like, no. you know, I don't know. I find that it's almost like it's too close to the bone. And also it's true. So it's like, it's a weird dynamic.
0: But I find it weird that he's even recycling yeah. material from from XFM. Like, you you thought out of everything that's happened now, I... especially, yeah, but he's got so many, like, more interesting subjects to talk about. Why would you focus on things? So it clearly shows that he does have a long-term memory, that he does remember saying those things, and B, he's prepared to develop them enough to make to put them into a routine to then share i i quite i mean i've got mixed feelings but i i do kind of like the sort of intertextuality of like those texts like the the stand up and the offer you know all of the sh- subsequent shows because i go oh as an XFM fan i go that's from that that's right. from that like that's from that yeah. and all that
2: little things he did that in the office as well
0: yeah but yeah. it is annoying mm-hmm. as well because you're like as you say dan it's just make a money of someone else's observations which yeah
2: i like but to be I mean, he, I mean he often they are his observations as well that he uses you know or he yeah, has but that he's created some the of observation them, through
1: yeah. But some of them are literally Steve's. they are literally mm-hmm. Steve, yeah and i'm like oh, that is fucking that's brazen and but ricky doesn't really mind mar- you know he doesn't really care i don't think he cares but he's just no he is brazen to do that i you know and i listening to to them over i, I have been like Pretty astounded that that there is there is quite a lot of other observations used in his stand up, and I love his stand Like it's one of his. I went to see him. That was one of my the favorite parts of it. Like he does the whole, and he does elaborate yeah. in a much better way, and so you know, and mm-hmm. does become mm-hmm. funnier and funnier because
0: Ricky can do that.
1: But I was like, wow, shit, that's that's pretty kind of. When
0: well, you nudge into the people yeah. you're with, you're going, hey, that's
2: yeah, some, oh, that's, well, a that's, except... why, that's why, that's why, <laughs> that. That's why he doesn't care because not enough people know about the shows. And that's why he won't kind of acknowledge them now, say on Twitter or anything, because like he doesn't want people to go back and discover them. Cause it's only probably what about one or 2% of Ricky Gervais fans know about the XFM show. Probably it's, I find it's, that it's mental, low, low ones or two. Yeah. yeah I we just I, do, I, do just too. Turn. I find yeah.
1: it crazy because like, you know, the popularity of, either the guides or the podcast you I, it's only natural mm. to want to go back and listen to more <laughs> exactly uh, more material yeah. i don't understand why you would stop there and go but oh, there's nothing more to this i don't know <laughs> there's no more yeah. that i can it, know about this
2: my dad loves Carl. he loves ricky he loves the office he loves everything he loves the animated shows i said i i sent him a link to show. he's like nah now nah, I don't really want to hear from before. Like he only wants to hear if you if you got into it. Like at the after times, yeah. you kind of don't want to go back for some reason. Yeah. It's strange because my dad loves comedy and he would love the shows, but he just has no interest. And <laughs> but he's but like a typical person you're talking about.
0: Yeah, but for like a new person that's coming to the shows, say a new a younger person who's got no like knowledge about Ricky Gervais, but they've got a Netflix account and then they check out you know Afterlife and they go, oh, this is this is good. This speaks to me, and because. It's such a huge show. You, you probably wouldn't look any more than that. You might not even be that into I've met people who love Afterlife and hate The Office. So that's where you're sort of split with yeah. your, your audiences. I mean, I couldn't that's stand ter- Afterlife. That's a terrible person right there. That's <laughs> a terrible
1: person, whoever that is. That yeah. Is yeah. Right
2: I always well, said to Mars early on, you can ju- judge someone in life by how, whether or not they like The Office and how much they like it. You can judge yeah. them just not, that <laughs> fact alone. Yeah, yeah. Which you said as well off it, not you?
1: yeah I think I think you you know it's it's like a but it's it's weird because what i you know I don't expect the people who liked even the office to go back and listen, but anybody who liked the podcasts, I kind of think well, if you liked that, then surely you're into the yeah like you're into the the where it started especially because I really do think they're much funnier than the the podcasts, although much, i do think yeah. the podcasts are hilarious i think like just how random things are in the in the radio shows is is kind of quite a nice, uh, it's a, quite a it's... nice kind of added benefit to it, and it's also mm-hmm. a time capsule. But, but like I've I've experienced the same like people who love the HBO animated series or they love the podcasts or listen to podcasts and they just no interest in this maybe because it's got oh, ends of songs to. in it and there's a kind yeah. of thing I don't know it's just I, they just, they don't know into it they haven't kind of got the like bandwidth for it
2: yeah i don't know it's like some people i think they sort of get into something and they don't want to see what was come before it because they want the relationships between them to be that developed as they're they're aware of them they they don't know what they're missing out on but we know you know but yeah 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 it's frustrating you yeah, totally get that I like we, know. How... we know well um... we know
1: we know like it's so interesting <laughs> to hear like the beginning of rockbusters the yeah. beginning of like you know monkey news yes yeah you know both which i i think are shite and um <laughs> oh, you know i dislike a lot but i am also <laughs> like you know there's some co- there's some comedy gold in them and there's some amazing things in them, but they
0: missy they... elliott why would yeah? why yeah. would he be mentioning her though miss, she, oh, is miss, is she in the film.
1: <laughs> yeah, Missy. Oh, miss
2: the, <laughs> I think
0: that's quite a good clue, actually. It's that's not his worst. it's not. It's not yeah, it's worst.
2: No, oh, it's far. not his worst clue. It's it's, well, good. our
0: big, our big one was it, yeah. like um Metallica, which does actually work as a clue. <laughs> metal it does work it does work yeah i'm like
1: they really don't they don't want to they don't want to like you know <laughs> no exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, and, <laughs> and carl knows <laughs> they're not true
2: but you said earlier about um things that carl kind of like says that we Actually, yeah, they kind of make sense to the kind of un like a, a sort of naive mind, which we've all got parts yeah. of our mind that are kind of. Naive. And he he makes yeah. a good suggestion this week. I don't know what you think of it. Which I thought, yeah, that is kind of I could, I do understand why it's not done, but actually, yeah. like instead of changing your whole life, like yeah. after doing giving evidence, just yeah. to, to put the wig on when you go into right. court. <laughs> you know, I know you can't. Yeah. I know there's legal reasons, why, but it's quite like it's quite a naively good. Kind of clever suggestion.
1: Well, I I have a theory that Steve actually, for one second, goes, "Oh, that is actually quite a good idea." Like, <laughs> yeah. and then and then that like, goes through it yeah, and goes, yeah. "Oh no," because you have to be, you know, you have to you have to present yeah, yeah, it to, yeah. you know. But I do think there is a moment, like, and Carl has a lot of those where it's just like he's he is saying the thing that you your mind would want to kind of. He, I just think he's got the most brilliant bright his ability to go to a place, and. Come back with something completely different. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, like, it's like incredible. I mean, he does he does it over and over and over again. Yeah, and I, it always yeah. surprises me. And he, he, he's he got that skill. And it's what makes Ricky just, you know, when Ricky's like, I just want to, you know, oh, I just want to just, oh, I want to just know, you know, be around, you know, you, you can feel that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I yeah. think you, I feel that with Carl. It's like, it's like, oh, I just want to know like how he gets about life. I don't think he's the same. So, and I think you need Ricky to be there just to watch yeah. it because I don't think we'd get that ex- yeah. experiences out of yeah. I,
0: I, well, just well, like well, how practical well. practical his mind is though during that whole segment he's like so so what I have to go through all that to, to, to then give yeah. evidence and he's, yeah, he's just like, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. lot of it's a lot of messing around it's like it's yeah of, well, of course because I've you, never had to do jury, yeah. <laughs> jury duty you or something you talked to
2: you talked to talk to someone about jury duty I guarantee no one else in the world would have come up with that like idea (laughs) kind of back back they would have talked about it in a sort of more but Carl kind of yeah he has that that angle on stuff he stays yes. on topic but he has that, that angle not that's like on topic but something you didn't
1: even think that you thought yeah. might about the topic yeah so you didn't and think that you'd think it yeah, you know? yeah it's uh, you know and he just yeah, for all that you know for all the moments where you know there's this part where Ricky just go, where he goes no no, no didn't he? like you know it <laughs> no, you know, has like, <laughs> like, got maybe extra <laughs> luxury, you know like, yeah, yeah, uh, like, like maybe like, extra He's just got this ability to do that. I also think, I think you've said this on the on the, on your show. I, I think he's a genuinely good producer because mm-hmm. his timing of records, mm-hmm. playing records uh, abs- is Great incredible. It's point. like, it's so, it's like that show gets 10 times funnier when there's a, you know, when there's a person just pressing that button at the right time and he can do it. Yeah. And he knows yeah, 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 when yeah. to.
2: It's A great point. It's a point you don't off like, sort of, it doesn't smack you in the face. But yeah, if, when you start to think about it, those records that he puts on at the best time, just the right, like, he doesn't say he's putting it on. Sometimes he'll say he's putting yeah. it, sometimes he doesn't. But where yeah. there's been a punchline and he has to yeah. assess in his head was that punchline or point. not. And he does immediately and puts puts it on just the right level. Yeah, Collins next. Point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> the one I. I, I, I just
1: just <laughs> He's, just, he's got he's just got an amazing he's got an amazing skill at just like you say knowing that and like some of those at some of those outros are just like some of those genius that you know like you know and and also like in this one his um the foot this film that film the one flew Over the cuckoo snare yeah that he does, he's like hey, he's coming he's, he's he's putting on so much work to this yeah like
2: mm. <laughs> absolutely it's why ricky being so off on him for having mondays off it was so crazy <laughs> last week he did last week he did kez kez is the most genius that's like the zenith yeah. for me that that is yeah. could be the best moment of the whole show like the whole run I of the agree. whole show
1: and one of the, the one of the greatest things about that also is that the can the cans is his radio is listening to ricky laughing <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. because yeah. like that yeah. is also like one of those like oh, i just can't get enough of like ricky so pissing himself love, when it when it when he hits like a certain moments. and i had to yeah, feel that it's, <laughs> just, yeah. it's incredible man like, I, it is the zenith of, of like that work his work and you how could you not just turn you know i know he says i just want to turn to you and be like we found him you know like, yeah. like, not when, you, when, you've, you. when you've got that and that's a radio show and that's going out live and you must be like <laughs> This is mental. Like this guy, this is incredible. When they're writing the office, it's like six
2: months to write an episode or something like that. And you're probably more familiar with that being being in the industry. But it takes a long time to write one episode or something. But this, they just he just turns up and he just effortless created something. Not maybe not quite on the level of the office, but just it's very close in terms of quality and entertainment. And uh, no nothing goes into it whatsoever, and that's kind of important.
0: But I like how Carl keeps his modesty the whole time through all of this run of shows. He's not impressed about working with Ricky Gervais. He doesn't really care, to be honest. He just wants to get paid and go home. But also the fact there's that moment where in this show where he says um, he's anxious about his parents knowing what he does, which I just thought is such a sweet little observation that you're yeah. like because you would be proud right it's like i, <laughs> I imagine I'm with you history. dan like he's your like... parents watching you on the telly or like something i go that's that's my boy that that's fucking cool man and like, the same with carl but yeah. it's like he wants to just be in the, the background to just like to camouflage in and he's just not he yeah. he doesn't he's not yeah. interested in it and i think there's such a a really sort of profound modesty and like he's just so genuine and i, I love that about him like he doesn't seek out yeah like he doesn't care <laughs> That's just, i think and you wouldn't get that yeah, otherwise because if he cared too much he wouldn't like but
1: it it was it was cool to listen to his mate you know and them playing golf or whatever because yeah like, yeah you do feel like oh they they i could those two just they just there is such a specialness about him and and that guy genuinely seemed like a special guy as well you know like that mm-hmm, he's got yeah. like people and that those stories you know I think you know it's in this episode as well where he goes, you know when everyone's in the same one he goes what well, Manchester schools you know like, right. it is <laughs> like what world did Carl live in yeah. you know like it is crazy. <laughs> That Carl talks.
0: About. We're and all in
1: the same like, one. No, and like, yeah, we're all in the same one. It's like, what were you doing? <laughs> oh, gonna... still have the laws of the land, Carl. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was going to defend
2: him on that point actually, because actually, where I grew up, and I don't know if this says, says about where I grew up. There was well, a school I didn't go to, it, but there well, was Watford a school, school that you go to when you're an infant. No, yeah, but slangly actually. <laughs> <laughs> but you go to it. We go to it as an infant, and you stay there like literally until something like fourteen, and then you go to a different. Place. So I, I, it does; it can work like that actually. But I not yeah. to burst the bubble because that's probably yeah. made it less, less funny now. But no, 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 it no, it can it's, exist.
1: It's, it is. I, I get. It's just. It's just like. It's just. You know, it crazy. was a strange upbringing that it Carl was had strange. in terms of like. But it's also crazy because Carl's only what like 28? 29, twenty. Twenty yeah. 30, I think he's yeah. thirty by this point. Yeah. And it's like you know. I'm 35, and I'm like I, you know, remember a lot of my. Th- but Carl's like literally talking about the 1850s in some way. Like he's yeah, yeah. Mem- <laughs> memory of this stuff are so like are so we, wild, but they're only like 15 years ago, you know, which is not yeah like, yeah. Long ago. Well, you said you
2: said earlier it's like a time traveler coming back from a sort of yeah. jumping forwards to to a different yeah. time, sort of the wonderment, you know, that they're surrounded by. That's a it good. Is. That's a very good way of putting it
1: and and Steve what like I can't I always can't get over how young Steve is at this point as well it's
0: just scary because they're so much older now like and in my head like I think we said it on the show like I I know all of those characters at that age in that little time sphere and I can't look at like Ricky's 60 now and he was 37 then and I go god this is many wow, times.
2: But I, I I don't know about you Daniel I don't know when exactly you found them but because when I first listened they were older like twenty eight to me sounded not old but like older yeah. than I am now I just it does it's not a gradual process it's just something you reflect back on one day now I'm thirty seven we're all about the same age yeah. and uh, it's like God they're twenty nine to nothing twenty nine is so young <laughs> it's there's other pieces of like films or things that I've been interested in that. When I yeah. see people, and and maybe I'm a child and they're in their twenties, it seems so old. Now, when I look back on them, they seem really young. And this is another example of that. It's not unique yeah. to this show, but it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it to makes me.
1: me it makes me think. Like, I mean, when Steve mentions working in the world service, he he must have been a <laughs> like a mm. kid, you know. Like, and such a young, you know, and like how those two came together and started writing mm-hmm. like the best piece of art in my opinion like before the age of 30 is like it's crazy feet it's like it's the the knowledge and the um the wisdom of the office i think is like spectacular and like how they did that he did he helped that at 26
0: or 25 Mm, maybe yeah yeah yeah.
1: it's just like wild
0: it's crazy but even like all those unwritten bits like the, the pauses and like that that reflection time that you have because they're they're like all written and aside from all the hilarious character comedy and the and the the, the, the dialogue and everything you're just like that was that was all written and it was perfect and the pace of it. And Timmy
2: Dawn, you know, the, the, yeah. the love story. They don't overdo it, they don't underdo yeah. it. They just pitch it just right. The love interest, you know. It's, they, it's, I, it's, just...
1: it's 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 impeccable. Like, you know, I've watched it so many times and like I still I still am like waiting for something to see something that's like, oh right, yeah, I didn't see that before. That's that's where that is. Yeah. And like and, and I and I think it is it's pitched perfectly. Everything about it is perfect. And I mean, to be fair, like even the christmas specials i think are genius uh oh, oh, making as well. it's like how he went from that to making <laughs> yeah the, the late the office film is like oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah. i like don't
2: oh, i can't i hate that.
1: it's like but it's almost like it's not the same human i can't like you can't have created that and then go no. okay i'm gonna totally
2: you take steve out and that's kind yeah. of what you're left with probably it's yeah. kind of yeah. like you take steve and the, the thing is i would i don't begrudge him doing work without steve but it's the arrogance of thinking he could do an office thing without steve
0: like that's just yeah order, it's so know. and and it was i actually it think is so that bang that, out of order yeah it is it's, it's hard but that was the catalyst like oh, like to like uh, the afterlife i think because he uses the same he he does work with the same people, and that's not a bad thing either. It's just it's just a symptom of what he does. But all those bits to camera, and they're going, I can really see what they're talking about. Um, David Brent, I can see what it's like. He's a child. He just wants to be liked. And it's like, we know, we know what he's like. We watched him. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you don't you don't need to I, tell I me what's like. It's the equivalent of having like really emotional, you know, Sakura music over a sad bit. So like, I don't tell me how to feel as a viewer because. I, I, yeah i i think people are more intelligent than that
1: yeah and ricky's got ricky's got good taste like that's why yeah. he's not he's not an idiot like he's got yeah. really good taste it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me that he can turn in this like saccharin stuff and also like he's a really smart very nuanced person and it doesn't make sense to me that he would go back into the office and do it without steve and then just decimate everything that was funny about Mm. it's about it just to make it it's like almost like it's kind of another person it's really weird
2: yeah it's not it's not pleasant i i think it's ricky's got into the massification of of his work so he 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 never did before with the office that's not like a piece produced for a mass audience but now he does tailors his work to be easily understood by a large amount of people and kind of you know that's that's kind of how i would but he doesn't you know
1: in the in the in this you know like i think he's one point he mentions the camel the horse is a camel by design it's like mm -hmm. he's not he's literally ended up being yeah he's just yeah yeah, yeah. he's making stuff that is like i don't know it's not confronting in any way and it's i get it because he's he's got you know he's trying to put heart in stuff and he's he's like really about putting things that and i liked uh cemetery Junction. i like the movie I thought that was kind of fine I thought it was Mm. you know I I didn't think I didn't think it was as bad as the other things recently that he's done so he Mm. did a movie for Netflix
0: that was Mm. like a special correspondence that was dreadful yes yeah
1: (laughs) Oh, I like I was like, oh god, this is embarrassing. You know, I know that Ted Sarandos loves Ricky and will allow him to do anything. Yeah. He's, the, the, um, he's the guy that runs Netflix, and so he he just allow him to do everything. But it's like you can't allow Ricky to do everything. Unfortunately, you just mm. can't because mm. he's just he comes up with absolute. us, oh, <laughs> it's, it's anti. I
2: was just going to say, Miles. You you made a good point that it's it's really, and I, I agree with this. We both think this now, but I think Miles made it originally. Is that Steve was definitely largely behind, say, the Tim and Dawn story and all the some subtle bit. Ricky was behind a lot of the humour in the office, but yeah. Steve was kind of behind the the love aspect of it because it's yeah. done so well. And you that's what you've removed from Ricky from his yeah. in his later work. Totally.
1: Well, you can see like, you could see like Steve in the office going, no, Ricky, we're not doing that. We're not, we're not not going to do that. And then Ricky being under the table, naked, you know, like (laughs) doing some weird (laughs) bit. But it's like, that's, that's the, that's why they, that's why they're such a genius pair. And I, I, I think it is arrogant, arrogant of Ricky to think that like. And he's had enough success that he could kind of go, well, I'm a, I'm a million, almost a billionaire. I don't really... Oh, it's crazy, you know, isn't it? What you it's terrible. So it's not fucking great. Like, it's, it's like, you know, he can probably point to the fact that he's made things that are successful, like, you know, Afterlife and all those... They, whether you... whether you yeah. like, It's just it's just not even why it's successful. It's like, Ricky, you must know the level of work that you achieved that was mind-blowing and you can do it and like there's some stuff in like his stand-up that i think is is genius i do think Mm. he's got Mm. genius in him it's just like you can't kind of do it without being tempered in some way and that's like where it seems like it's
0: gone With things that are used from the xfm shows in his other work (laughs) with that in mind there's the um when they're talking about steve Merchant at the the Bristol Library, and he walks in on the two. Yeah, yeah. Tuba. And, I, and then, then they, then they later yeah. talk about the, the cottaging as a Hampstead Heath and the bench. Yeah. But that turns yeah. up in is that I think it's the Christmas. George Michael. Yeah, right. with George Michael. Yeah, and he's George, George Michael. Michael. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah going, he does. Oh, he's like a donut I capel. do like.
1: <laughs> I do like Ricky's impression of like Steve's grandparents in this <laughs> yeah. episode. I know you could in I like lad. but you, you know, I know you're a good boy but you, know, you don't have to do you have to know, know when to say no when you see no boy not. It's like really it is funny Ah, he is awesome. so good at going into those little
2: characters, just just instantly <laughs> yeah. going into a character. He's better than anyone else I've ever heard. All right, just yeah. going into a little character. Because some people would have done that and said, "Oh, your grandparents, God," you're there. and he would have said, yeah. "You
1: know, one of." But he he does it. He he consumes a character. Instantly. He's a Very good actor, like in- yeah. Instantly. Yeah, instantly. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. He <laughs> it is amazing, and he's got like he's got the ability to like finish a punchline without any like you know yeah. i i end up thinking about things right so I, then i it, it stumbles cuz i end up like tripping over my own sentence but ricky can just go bang and it's like yeah, yeah he nailed it and that is his incredible skill and hit the way he uses his voice i mean the stuff he does in this yeah. you know <laughs> you guys talk about it a lot but it's like how he uses his voice to to like make something of infant like infinitely mm-hmm. funny yeah, it's, just, <laughs> so yeah it's, like, it's, it's a genius like he can he he can just do that
2: he's very yeah he's very good at kind of trip like you say he never trips over his own words but he does this he goes into character sometimes where he does trip over, but it's him doing it. It's definitely him. Do- yeah. Like he's doing it deliberately. Like he was yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> it up, but just, and it kind of sounds yeah. like an idiot, but that that's perfect for what he's saying at the time. And he's so Absolutely. good at kind of judging that without any kind of pre-planning. Well, yeah. that's why he's so good and
1: he can get the best out of Carl as well. Yeah, it is. You know, some like, oh, you know, I like that's like true. you. I can't think of anything like right. Yeah, right, right, some sometimes he can, he can make something that, that if you said it, you wouldn't find it. But he can make this character. Everything about it is so nuanced and perfect, and it just comes out like that. And mm. it's like, wow, that is yeah, yeah, yeah. that is for that fucking. It,
0: it, and it's so quotable. Like I think some of my favorite shows. Of this show that I definitely use in my day to day life, and uh, I think. Even my office has started doing oh. it. Is no one wants that, baby? Yeah. <laughs> just no. oh. yeah.
2: most, Ma- and I do that. Yeah, Mars does <laughs> that. He's so annoying, actually. Mars is annoying because he does that so much in
1: covenant of baby. Like yeah, just, oh, yeah, whatever yeah. I say, you know, he's obsessed Ooh, with not me. Yeah. No, no <laughs> not, in- not interested. Not <laughs> interested, baby. Not interested. It's, it's really good. Like, <laughs> it- he made a whole. He created a whole dialect for like, oh God, yeah. Dialect, yes. You know, like it was. We people weren't doing that when you know we weren't doing that before. And Now there's this like kind of, ooh, do I new think that? <laughs> it's know. like yeah. that's totally new. He invented that, and it's absolutely spot on. But how so did you mean, do?
0: Yeah. How did he do that? Like I know just, it's just it's just crazy. It's like the I, I, I heard um I heard an interview with him, and you know the introduction. I think it was a BBC. Radio 4, they did, like, a sort of retrospective from various comedy shows. And they, they were talking to Ricky yeah. Gervais about one, and that introduction speech that he does, I don't give shitty jobs. If a man comes up to me, yeah. um, apparently that was literally, like, copy and pasted from, like, an experience that he had. And I'm like, how, how great is that? <laughs> Obviously, the classic, you know, write what you know. To observe but, that. Uh, yeah. Wow, like, what? That is there's not an every office fan of what he
1: knows he knows what yeah it's amazing he he can observe and do things that like yeah you know, there's even there's a there is a moment in this um there is a moment in this um this episode where he goes that's not cryptic oh, shit. Shit. and it's like again it, it's like he can just he can just make <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah funny and it's, yeah, like, that is an incredible <laughs> vocal thing that he it, can just fucking do really out is. of nowhere. And it's, it is geez. really,
2: int- it's a new dialect. It's a different dialect. You're right. Yeah. It's kind of, I hadn't thought of it like that. But he kind of, he just, the way he could go into character, like Steve does it sometimes. And it'll always be if Steve's doing it as well. At the same time, Steve is not nowhere near as funny. Now, Steve's no. a funny guy. We'd both yeah. would all say Steve's a funny guy, but he just can't, he just, he does it in a normal way that's roughly mm, yeah. a bit funny, but no. You know, yeah. I have quite a high. Yeah, yeah. We all have, but Ricky always can do it in a way that I've never heard anyone else do it. Probably Johnny yeah. Vaughan's got the closest. The Johnny Vaughn yeah. is the closest I know, but in a different way. But yeah, yeah he, incredible. He could, really. And
1: the Ricky's sto- therefore, like Ricky's stories are always ten times funnier when they're said by. Mm. him. Like, i've said talked about ricky's stories like either at the pub or his thing like and Ooh. they're never as funny with carl's like very underneath thing it's like perfect because yeah. they, yeah, they can yeah work together
0: i love the one where he's telling the story about and he says it a couple of times in series two is that is that and he does it in the stand-up actually is that hb sauce mm. bottle with the condoms already attached oh, yeah. but it's like yeah, just yeah, little yeah, little yeah, things yeah, like yeah, the way yeah. he says bottle it's like Bottle, a little bit posh, yeah, he, and it's got a sort of slang to it. Like it is. Well, there's <laughs> like very little preparation. believable.
1: It'd be slightly believable <laughs> if it wasn't. Can't uh, not already attacked. It's just like how. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how he does
0: it. I don't know how he does
1: it. probably it, so, just so, save.
0: Bob just to, saves to, ways. I, I I even find the I even find the brat the supermarket funny. Like it's, it's a safe ways. A safe I don't... way,
2: yeah. It's a, <laughs> just, but um. I will, give, I will say this. I think that telling an anecdote, like just for the pure anecdote about the, pre- the previous experience in their life, a real anecdote, I think Steve is the best. Steve can mm. really tell an anecdote that happened to him in the past. Like Ricky's good about it, creating this whole, you know, brilliant surroundings for some story, but Steve tells a good story about, about does, himself yeah. specifically. And I
1: always think Ricky's quite, I think Ricky's quite good at laughing at, steve in the right like he is mm. quite a good he's quite a good hype man for steve's stories yeah like you know even when he's telling the story about him outside the club offering you know thing, he does uh, like he gets involved he laughs yeah exactly it's like <laughs> it's fucking, he, they are you know they do work because you know ricky does kind of he does enter into something and he's always willing to go with you he doesn't like dismiss it out of hand which is um which is like also kind of makes the stories so much because, you know, some of those stories are not that fascinating, but the way those two can kind of yeah. interact to make it interesting is kind of because like Steve tells a story in this, right. Where he's, he's on the tube or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> and this woman goes, you know, um, she goes, <laughs> yeah. that is your friend. They, if they've either given you a kidney or they're not, it's not actually a funny thing, but they like are really good at like making those stories more interesting by just yeah yeah each other absolutely it's just, yeah. they but do
2: that one in stories specifically about childhood specifically about something childhood or in the past i think steve is is a very good storyteller like from building it up and building it up and then just getting into the right moment when it's, it's right i just found there's something about steve's storytelling he's nowhere near as funny he can't jump into character like face but he's he's yeah. a very good storyteller in his own right
0: I think it's at the end of series four where Steve's DJing and he's annoyed because the little girl's like on the microphone screaming and stuff. Yeah. And it's so nice because yeah. there's a real affection there for Steve from, from Ricky. And and as you said, I and think called. that just... Yeah, and I just and love that he that knows story, him yeah. so well that that would piss Steve off. <laughs> Steve's genuinely... Yeah. yeah. I yeah, like that. Yeah. You could see him just fuming, like really <laughs> yeah. fuming. And like just, I,
1: yeah, sure. I have one sure. question. Question. Right. The question about this episode is: there's that moment where he goes, the you know, after the they that the caller says about the homophobic hom, homophobic material, right? They say the presenters mm. that complain. I'm not even going to say what it is, you know. Oh yes, goes, that's, that yes, yes, on, yes. Who are you looking at? I don't. Yeah. Know, what is that from? What that's is that? That's from who are? Uh, yeah, it's this girl. Who do you think
2: big, you? Oh, you, you, look, big... you looking at? Yeah, it's a girl. Right. Who, like, she's like she has to say who you. Who do you think you're looking at? in life so yeah so she's got a yeah big, big I head. think
0: it's that girl is it it's when he says black ball selector it's the uh, right. one with- okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Compl- they got a complaint did they?
0: She wrote an article yeah, down. I'll send says, it. I'll send it uh, to she's, you she's after. She's got a
2: bigger she's got a bigger she's I got a bigger that. head than you or she's 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 got headwise. a bigger head than you yeah. certainly or she she's bigger than you she's a bigger person than you certainly oh, headwise. Oh, so they're shit. all they're all having a go they're all that is too right. right. much.
0: But it's funny that that got a complaint even back then. That's what I find weird because she would have had to listen. I think someone on her
1: behalf, I think those kind of complaints that came in that the you know, I always think it's weird that they got a complaint about that cop (laughs) material, yeah, because it's like so inoffensive remotely, yeah, it's like the least offensive thing. If you listen to the rest of that episode, the least offensive thing they say, (laughs) yeah, so it's mind blowing to me that that got upheld by the commission and whatever and like
2: that's
0: such a yeah. small well, station like, as well okay, come
1: on
2: t- today today i think one of those complaints would have taken the shelf air. that's the difference what? today i'm not saying it should have but a complaint like that one of the complaints you could could take the shelf there you know whereas yeah. they did get away with it back in the day and i'm pleased they did because i you know yeah. like the results but it's, I it's think, kind yeah, of it would have been it would thing.
1: have been interesting it would have been interesting to like because they just play always with the line i mean it's what make it makes it so fascinating they're always playing with the line of like it was so i mean i would listen to it it's a saturday afternoon i was listening yeah yeah, I was it's, like, yeah it's like it's like they don't give a fuck they're just like swear and i mean that's what made it as a teenager that's what made it so dangerous and cool (laughs) so listen funny and like yeah 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 yeah. you're just aware that you weren't being like pandered to whereas the rest of the show you know you know even when when they kind of have other people kind of when carl's not there Mm. it's like canfield or whatever like you are aware that, that there are other versions of this that would be very a much more slick operation, Zoe yeah. Ball doing her show or whatever. <laughs> yeah, It's yeah. like, this is, this was totally different. Yeah, Everything else on radio at that time when I was listening to, it, it was just sounded like so produced and like, there was oh, nothing God. where they would just riff riffing yeah. off something else. So
0: what do you listen to now, Dan? Is there like, do you still listen to a lot of radio now and what kind of shows do you listen to?
1: No, I don't, I don't really, I don't, I, I find it, I find I'm, I find things so unfunny that it's like if I find genuinely funny things like really hard to come by. Yeah, because people know they're funny, or because I find I think that I've got probably I was spoiled by The Office. You know, I was like, if you can't make that, <laughs> it's true. I don't want to know. Yeah. you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. It does, it does fuck with my my head a bit about especially like I don't really li- I never really listened to radio other than that show i I wasn't like a big kind of radio oh. fan it was just it was just that show was so special that i i was kind of really into it but yeah i don't really listen to, to anything i mean i listen to a lot of like podcasts and things like that but but nothing in the in the com- comedy space I do, I do think it's like it's quite hard to find people <laughs> who are making stuff that is funny
2: that's a good point. I think we've all been spoiled by the XFM shows and The Office. It's very yeah. hard to find that because I've got a high bar. But like you, what I find funny, yeah. and it's not, you know, a lot of things. That's are a good, horrible you know, thing they to come have. Close to that it. bar, but they don't. They don't come over it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. They, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just I'd still rather we had it than not had it. But
1: um Yeah, I wonder if is is yeah. there anything I mean, I'm not I haven't been in the UK for a little while and I'm gonna be there for a little while next year. So oh, cool. I, I was gonna ask you if there is anything that even comes seeing as you know, as we, we kind of have the same sense of humour in some way because of, of this show like if there is anything that's even remotely <laughs> close to this the, the only thing that for me that comes close to it is Johnny
2: Vaughan um, and his pads. I can't remember Gavin and uh, with James Brown uh, broadcaster that that was a good show that was on Talkspot but uh, I don't know if they still do that show he's, he's on Virgin now but that was as close as I've ever come because it was so unplanned it's so real and it had those yeah. elements to it but um, so I can recommend checking Johnny Vaughan out but I haven't heard it it for a while, but that was yeah. fantastic and very close, but not quite. But it, it it was over my bar of what I found funny. So it was. Yeah. You know.
0: I think my one is um it's definitely atletico Mints with um Bob Mortimer. If you like shooting stars and I'm a big 90s comedy fan anyway, so I I like surreal and abstract weird shit. So. That's, I have yeah. been found, ca- caught myself out like proper laughing out loud to some of those sketches. And just in terms of, it's great for like character and sketch comedy. Yeah. Even like their banter and the stuff, they the incidental chat between the the, the various features. But that's the only thing... Like audio wise that I found just like amusing everything else that I listen to is kind of I don't know this is quite a varied thing but that that's Can't live so up to funny it, yeah. like it's just yeah. it's great he's just he's a natural born storyteller and you're talking about you know Steve and Ricky like Bob's effortless when he tells a story he's just um but you've got to be you've got to be in the right frame of mind for that podcast i find because it takes a little yeah. bit of investment yeah no those yeah. shall we
2: we should we should we should plug daniel's because uh, daniel you do a podcast don't you the two lads podcast yeah um, it's not so really funny it. <laughs> it's
1: not it's, <laughs> not, it's, <laughs> not, it's <laughs> kind of emotional it's more about kind of um you know i guess we talked about it a little bit before but like it, talking about big subjects in a way and, and i think I, I was kind of influenced a lot by how those guys did something which is like you know when you're being pandered to or you know when people are you got to be you got to go for things honestly and I think so so me and a friend of mine who is from Leeds who's my Carl Pilkington I guess like (laughs) drag is is, is that I you know is that we we've had a, a really deep friendship for a long time he's he's my best mate and he he We talk about subjects that are really, you know, really hard, like for men, like sex and uh, emotions (laughs) or love and and Mm -hmm. jealousy or or all these cheating, you know, on your partner or whatever it is and doing it in a way that feels like it isn't somehow Mm -hmm. telling you what to do. But is genuinely a place where you can come and be like, all right, yeah, I feel that's it's nice to have like people talking about that that isn't with this particular view to. Kind of either being pious about it, it is just being mm. a lot more honest about it. So that's kind of mm. something that I wanted. I was, I'm like very interested in exploring, especially seeing as, you know, with my own journey with depression and and mm. addiction and mental health problems and stuff. And so that that was just mm. something I was like, look, I know that men, it for, for men to do this, it's it's fucking hard, and and also. They need. They require like some authenticity and also some vulnerability in order to to get to those topics. So we yeah. just talk about that, and it's you know I guess it's it's just it's done in a way that's that's hopefully a little bit more accessible to people. Mm.
0: But it's interesting to talk about like mental health and like depression and those really. A difficult subject do you think like the conversation has like opened out i
1: do and i, I don't i think like you know it's very easy i've seen like i'm be- i grew up in london i'm a big uh, football fan i've been an arsenal yeah. fan my whole life and and, and, oh. and i see a lot of the uh i see a lot of the stuff around like you know mental health you know it's, it's kind of mental health awareness stuff yes yeah. Yeah. kind of i'm like well right yeah okay that's not really particularly helpful you know, like I don't, I don't know if just aware. I mean, you know, I guess awareness is the first step. But for me, I was aware that I was mental. It, it, I, it wasn't that I, I just, I didn't have the next step, which was where'd you go with that? You know, where and mm. what does it actually look like to deal with that? So I think that's there's a next step here. it's, it's good that it's kind of getting the recognition, but then there's also like. As a man, I think there's some practical things that that are pretty hard nowadays. Mm, you know? yeah. and you know, some with some with good reason. I think you know, some with the, our role in society is changing, and 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 some of that is rightly so. But you, there is a trade off for that, and in, in that trade off, you you need spaces and and you need a place to kind of you know a little bit like Carl, you need to have a space to be a bit confused and yeah. also be a bit naive and also and not and not feel like you have to now adhere to something that's totally new and have it all dialed straight away you know that's that's i don't think that's kind of entirely helpful so that's i think my my goal is to kind of help especially men in 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 that in that kind of environment and help with people feeling a little less um, alone i think in that respect uh, um not yeah. just oh yeah i've got a problem but like what do i do then where do i go and like how do i what's the next thing then you know and part mm-hmm. of that is being taught being talked to with respect and with understanding for all of it you know or in all of the messiness and sometimes i think that's the that's the thing that i really i really have a problem with is you can't come at people and go oh that's crazy that you think that horrible yeah. thing um, you don't think that and you're like oh, okay well then what am i you know what you know and then and it kind of mm. and then you get you get a, a fracturing of society which has happened in america really quickly which is it comes to camps and you don't you don't reach people by telling them that they're inherently wrong you you, you kind of you only alienate them and they kind of create their own thing so that that's kind of my take on it
2: it's really really interesting actually and it's only through podcasts like yours that it will change the conversation. So I guess that's it yeah. gonna help towards I so. that. I think yeah. so.
1: You got you kinda of gotta you gotta start with just like showing people what it looks like, you know. Like my I could wasn't a I wasn't able to have a friendship like with all the depth and vulnerability if, if I hadn't had it modelled in some way and like gone through a process and i'm really lucky to have that you know so mm. um, i think that is kind of the old.
0: problem though i think there's so many people like men as well who feel that they don't have that someone to talk to like a really close reliable supportive friend like who they could talk they to have to, like to be a I... man at all times yeah or so, well or something like that or just like to have that you know you know, that pub chat, you know, that pub banter that it's fine. It's fine for a night, but you kind of go, yeah. I, I want someone to talk to that I can. My problem is cause yeah. I, I was, I'm a bit of an overshare anyway. So I talk too much anyway. You are. So I was like, I was worried that I no, freak people out when I meet new people. I'm like, oh, this is too much information. I should probably shut the fuck up because <laughs> I'm quite happy to talk about right, it. Right. So it's, but yeah, but yeah. I know loads of people who go that they would be either be freaked out by that or other people go, thank God that, if you see someone doing that, I think it, uh, you're allowed to then do it yourself because you go, okay, that's fine. People right. are not going to think I'm completely yeah. mental, right? Like...
2: <laughs> right. We're both like that. We're lucky to have each other. It sounds like you and your friend, like, are, yeah, you know, lucky to have each other as well. I'd say Marjorie. for sure.
1: Same. It's. Like, I think it's like a, a, a really important thing. Is like you do need um, someone that you can confide, like, talk to, be messy, have this, yeah. this kind of a really in depth relationship that is kind of is both mutually supportive and also like holds you is makes you accountable you know it's not all about just like okay just tell me your problems it's like you know let's 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 sort this out you know and like you can do this and and that that's another aspect of it is that there is a lot of strength in being vulnerable and not being in a in the victimhood of of like oh this is bad you know this is bad or i've had things happen but how do you kind of feel supported enough to to basically change or do things that you you know you feel like are esteemable acts and all of those is that's kind mm. of the podcast kind of talks about those topics and it's it's been great i mean it's, it's been a really fun thing to do yeah it must have helped you oh, as so well and helped awesome. a lot of others
2: i'm sure it's helped yeah. a lot, lots of others
1: yeah I'll, I'll certainly be giving it a
2: listen um now, but I i never listen to podcasts, but I will listen to that one. That sounds very
1: like it's touching <laughs> yeah. me. No, seriously. It touches, it Leggy, me. Le- my mate, my mate Leggy is a very like he, he's from Leeds and like his life story is fucking mad, but it is like I, he is one of the most honest and interesting thinkers, a bit like Carl actually. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, he thinks differently, and like I love him, and I also like have learned so much about my own prejudices, my own views, my own, you know, my own blocks and my walls from from listening to him. So we we do have quite a good dynamic. He is mental. Literally mental. Why, <laughs> we work. He's he's literally he's mental. mental.
2: He's he's um he's a bit older, isn't he? I wouldn't like to say yeah, that I in front of but he. Four, just, I think uh, he's
1: like five Five years older,
2: yeah. Five, oh, okay, so that's a very similar to Mark. To right, t- you know, I'm Gary's not saying the age, other elements, but the, the, the age difference. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it is. No, that's that is um, that's fascinating and very very good work. Like and very yeah. needed in society, I think today. in Just in general, exactly. more discussions about that, and it will only yeah. happen through discussions happening in, in podcasts like yours. <laughs>
0: Folks, so Miles, do you want to? All right, here we go. All right, my first one. I suppose I like uh, Kes and the Elephant Man. Do you?
1: Yeah, it's a good one. Do you? <laughs> <It's good laughs> oh, my second one was do you? Go on, Dan. Dan, you go. That was that was that was yeah going to be one of, I I just like the little <laughs> pause, the little yeah. pause before just that. The pop- you know, do you?
0: But it's so funny that he goes, yeah, it was my favourite film for for The Godfather. No, it's better than that. Like Carl's just yeah. he's, I didn't know that I'm going to well, flatten your opinion completely. I'm going to go. It's better yeah. than that. Okay, it's more in no no no, no I, did, I didn't I okay. didn't realize that answer No it is the storyline yeah, is more realize, interesting
2: <laughs> No one talks <laughs> about films in that way it's always opinion, yeah but
1: yeah it's, just, it's yeah. so good and he goes you know so so where so how, so how where was it called that, what <laughs> what was was that? That? is it all oh, right okay. like it's just yeah. uh, it's so my, my favorite like, films yeah Carl just like Carl can just barrage through stuff in a way that oh, yeah. is so funny. I love. <laughs> oh yeah. He does it he does it in this a lot, in this episode a lot. He can just he can just barrel through and he just doesn't listen to anything <laughs> anyone's saying.
2: Actually that's a really good point. Some of the funniest stuff or what makes Carl so funny is where he doesn't reply. He make no yeah. direct reference to what Ricky's just said and he'll carry on Sometimes yeah. he replies to Ricky, but sometimes he doesn't reply. He just carries. On. And that's so important to the to the comedy, to the humour, I think. So yeah. if he'd replied, it wouldn't have it kind of breaks his rhythm. And it he's very good at knowing when to just plow on with something and not yeah. to kind of give something because it's funnier that you've heard it. He knows the audience have heard Ricky say that, but yeah. he has he's still playing on. He's not changing,
1: you know, his <laughs> yeah, he's, not gonna, he's not gonna one of mine was. Um, yeah maybe go x directory. Yeah I just yeah, I yeah. think that is such a good like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. so yeah. under the radar. Re- end the radio yeah, maybe yeah maybe go. Yeah, yeah, maybe go. go it's it's the yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's it's the, it's the, the tone. little like the little tone and the thing it's like cuz Carl's like talking
0: during it yeah
1: you yeah, might X-Directory. it's just yeah. perfect like he's just He nailed it.
0: Um, and he says he wants to be called one... he he always he always says that he wants to be called Brett Brett Pilkins
1: That's that one, one yeah. of my favorite. One of my favorite parts of the um the podcasts is when they like wind him up. The wind, they're like, "What do you? What is it that you would want, Carl? Like anything in the world?" And he just goes, "My name was Brett." And it's yeah, just yeah. like it's one of the best moments <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in the podcast. The, uh, Why just, Brett? It's as well, so surprising. It's yeah. such a weird thing that Carl has. I love Uh
2: my favourite punk artist because it's kind of just from, I don't know where it might be is where he's talking about the jellyfish and I think it's, uh, Ricky starts talking about like oh, ways of Carl can describe it. It's like are you fucking fu- or you know fucking eight legged fucking you <laughs> fucking little boys cut fucking- and I don't like this. But it's like you fucking and Steve goes, are you still talking to the octopus? Cause it's like, <laughs> as in, are you talking to Carl? Like, like, so, that's uh, it just ride me about. That. That's
1: that's also one of my favourite parts. Is when uh, what, what would you do if it? And he just goes, I oh, just kick it and they like, it, like it kick it. It, it kick it and it's just like it's kick it Carl has a few of those where he just wants to like kick a kick a duck up the arse or whatever yeah. it's just <laughs> he's got, like, got this thing where he's just like oh, just kick yeah. it and then I'll just just that instinctual reaction yeah. to
2: things I love it it's just, this is because of the way he says it as well it's almost like you're talking about it again on air in a way, yeah. <laughs> in, yeah, a way. in a way
1: in a way
0: God that is such an ostracism it's true. isn't it
1: yeah that's like, it, yeah, in, it. Yeah, in a way also, so. He's got you forget that the Suzanne thing is like really like oh wrong man. man. He really But that shows like what a good relationship they've got,
2: how solid they are, him and his girlfriend that he can he knows he can say that on air and I don't know videos. if I said if that to my
0: girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think Must I
1: saw I think they've been going out for so long. I mean it's an oh, so incredible Mark. relationship. It's so yeah. cool. Like they've been together for I mean, he says it in the thing where he goes, how long have you been together? Years. And it's just yes. like, and now <laughs> that is what, like his whole life. That was years before. Yeah. It's like two but thirds I, it,
0: I like, find it weird that like, minutes. he's just someone that I wouldn't, you know, when you picture someone in a relationship, I don't know if you're the same as me, but I look at people and I go, can't imagine you in a relationship, can't imagine you in a relationship, can't imagine. And I know what he's going to say people, next, and say me.
2: Oh, my goodness yeah, said no, I was I couldn't say you? Yeah, me. It's true, I can't imagine me
0: and Rachel. No, but I, like, I always thought just Carl was just such a enigma and it's just like weird that A, he would be romantic or be in a position to ask someone out to then meet and be together with them for that many years. But then yeah. people yeah. do surprise you. She's like, he
2: grounds him. She grounds him, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, and
1: she, anyway. he clearly loves her a lot. I mean, he's just like, he's very like... Mm. they're very i mean incredible relationship really i mean it's I, I always like admired that about ricky and his relationship as well yeah isn't it? Like, i agree that again that's like something that i kind of think of uh, and like jane and like the things that jane's mm. had to put up with they've stayed together for that she, long it's very yeah. impressive it
2: is impressive actually and i'm glad steve's with someone now as well is he quite not
1: yeah, yeah steve's
2: got a knock yeah Yeah, I saw a picture in the papers. Not that I read the papers, but online. Yeah, I saw a a video.
1: I saw a video of what people think is Suzanne. (laughs) Yeah, coming out of a car. That that video of him going into the car with, and I was like, "Yeah, she's like managed to keep pretty
0: hidden for like twenty years." I don't know how you do that. That that was so amusing when um there's that story with Ricky. Can, Carl's walking home and he's having to walk really fast because Ricky's following him, trying to find out where, yeah. where he lives. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, can you imagine? Oh, so like legging it down like Shaftesbury Avenue you like fucking ricky stress. chasing you i know stress man, it's it's
1: stress crazy. of like i mean i remember when because i because I, I went to one of those the first the reason that i my first introduction to carl like what carl looked like i went to the one of ricky's stand ups politics and, and the the dvd they put on the seats it was the oh, dvd wow. that eventually became the thing but it oh, was just wow. basically like carl sitting there you know getting yeah the, yeah yeah, the, yeah. The, battered but it wasn't funny it wasn't fun I didn't find it fun I was just like what is on this? its own
2: on its own it's weird yeah. Yeah. yeah it
1: was like I didn't know Carl that well and like he talks about Carl in in politics he has a little reference to him but it isn't funny unless you have got the reference of like what Carl it like what Carl's kind of no. like whole thing is so when you just that, that was my first introduction was that like seeing this like bald lad just on a <laughs> sofa Chatting yeah. about really random stuff. Just like, what is this? Like, you haven't bought into the world yet. You haven't. Yeah, you're not in the world. You don't in... know who Carl. You knows that he, he he doesn't like. It. He looks so like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, what on earth is this? So, it's so strange. And then in isn't that? that, you see him like taping, taping like Carl up with you know <laughs> tape and stuff like that. And I, yeah. I don't know if it made it to the DVD extra, but it was like, and you're like, oh. That poor bastard, you know, like he just <laughs> had to endure Ricky.
2: But yeah, oh. it worked. What Ricky did there, it worked with you because it's exactly what he wanted at those days, it was for you to go back and I guess discover the podcast and discover into the world. Yeah. So maybe That's it did weird. work for it some work. people. It did, yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, it just it was. It's a bold move again. Like he knew yeah. the value of Carl, you know, even then. Which is, I, I guess, it's yeah. Cool. I think still, I think you got. I've got to give him credit for that because. You wouldn't you like any radio engineer you wouldn't go right this guy's an absolute (laughs) gem i need to get this person i need to like put them on my dvd yeah yeah of everybody that comes in here like that is that's such a bold move
0: but he must have had extraordinary confidence to go up to like someone who's a little bit weird and straight away just start like grilling them because it's I just always imagine like you know the first day in a new job you must you must meet so many people down on a daily basis like i can't even imagine what that's like because i get awkward and like just you know if a new person joins work i'm like i just sort of freeze but it's like ricky was just he's not but that's
2: ricky we know it's ricky ricky's ricky's just yeah i don't care he just doesn't care care. i don't think he he just just kind
0: of collects
1: bald people and (laughs) his life and then like and like then just manhandles them in a way that is like really odd because you think I, i've always thought that about ricky's relationships it's like how did they get to the point where they're just wrestling like yeah, well, yeah wrestling with the head like, of production how? for channel yeah. four how does that how, like ricky like he's got he's clearly got something where it, like people just feel like all the boundaries get totally yeah. like disintegrate <laughs> exactly. immediately because that's
2: he not says a normal like, thing. No, it's just like he was like putting his socks in his face. Oh, God, put yeah. those so down. Imagine Ricky doing <laughs> that. Those but down. the head of production for ch- of comedy for Channel 4 comes around, We just just yeah. with a yeah. wave my socks yeah. in your face. Like. And
1: then they start fighting and then they video it. It's they like.
2: Video. I wish I'd love to see that actually. But yeah. I
0: don't think that anymore. But... <laughs> um, I was, so my next one was. Um, the, uh, the villa that we went to afterwards could only sleep six and that was followed yeah, up yeah. with uh nobody wants there baby but we've done that and uh nobody and it's just so <laughs>
2: just yeah, yeah
0: but the yeah. villa quote is just such a that is such a sharp thing to say after they've just it's had their little it, bust yeah. up yeah and just comes back yeah my,
1: my second one my second one is like giving credit to steve here is like steve comes up with some good one-liners and i think one of them is like you have to wear that waiter outfit again you know? yeah <laughs> very good. That that's gonna is, be one of my. that's a genius <laughs> yeah. little, because it's like you know it is he's so sharp and he's so funny um when he wants to be in in and cutting and that was just like one of those moments where it's like to come up with that immediately it was fucking that's
2: i was so especially about sharp. yourself to cut yourself yeah. in half he cut himself yeah. in half you know yeah actually don't you've said you've got another did you just oh do you just do the one always talking about Mars's one so i'm going mad i think here. i think cut you're up you just <laughs> just As say much. yours. Gary. Okay. <laughs> he's getting stressed okay. out um yeah, but it's that. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, but it's that. Saying the people behind the rocket, or or him, just because yeah. he just sat there. <laughs> yeah, there's <yeah, laughs> yeah. just like no one would consider that. Yeah, but really,
1: yes, he didn't do the all the stuff. Yeah, he just he just he kind just, of symbolic You know, when they do the top hundred icons, right? And I like, I do like it when he goes, "I wonder where I'll be." You know, I wonder where I'll be next year. But I do think, in some way, like they didn't realize they'd still be in the top 100. I still think yeah. it's no. was like it's still there. It the moved up, goal. if anything.
0: It's, I find it weird that it, it like shot up the cultural radar like that quick. I don't think you get, I don't think yeah. there is a show like that. Like the only thing I can think of is like Fleabag or I May Destroy You. I, I think those are like hugely, they're not comic. No, they're not, but they have. I'm not saying they're, the, they're great, but no, but yeah, they've yeah. entered the mainstream really for that. I, I don't think Squid Game as. Even though it's like the now thing, I don't think it's got that retention that the office has no no and i don't i think few i don't things... think it's
1: changed changed the landscape like I think the office changed how we view comedy, and I think it's like it changed how we view comedy as well. I, I, I think it like it changed the landscape forever. I don't yeah. know if yeah. that's happened. No, I don't think
2: so. Like it changed how what we expect of it as well, what we expect yeah. of comedy, and you know, even Ricky's talked about like in other works, like. People who've done rip-offs of The Office and lots of people have done kind of that show, and it's you're never going to do it as well as The Office. But, but then what? Um, what is the, it's, the, and then it was overdone for a while.
0: But then what was the so, la- What do you think was the last like great comedy show that like really affected the culture in some way? Like, can you think me, of one? That's, I don't
2: know. Well, the, the Office is the one that probably the only one. Yeah, but The Office was the like 2002, two thousand
0: two, three, four. I know, right, but, but there, that's there
1: that's what I'm saying.
0: like I don't I don't know. I don't,
1: yeah, I don't I, don't, I can't think of anything that came along in like just, Abl- like totally obliterated everything
0: yeah i mean there might
2: not be golden globes when it like that was unheard of like for a british mm-hmm. show to win golden globes at that time and now, now rick is in, known very well in america now but at the time yeah no one knew him but they won two golden globes for
1: acting and yeah shows. Well, it bonkers best show. it was like, it was
0: just, it's just so bonkers people crazy. knew
1: i think people could sense that, that this was a piece of Like zeitgeist, I don't. It's funny because, like, comedy or even entertainment in general has become such a diverse, um, mix of uh, platforms as well as other things. Like, The Office was the last, also, of pre social media. You got like a water cooler moment, all that stuff. I mean, I remember it coming out and people talking about it, and people, you know, in a way that I think you can largely now watch things. You know, and and there aren't so many I mean Squid Game is an example of like millions of people watching the same thing, but I think it was pre social media, pre your <laughs> own interests being served, and, and that's why that's why it was it was so culturally significant. I wonder if it came out now whether it would yeah, find this little so niche
2: wouldn't change the world in the way it did. I think it would do very well, but I don't think it would become as culturally significant. I totally yeah. think you're right also the other thing is like um, people watching stuff at the same time like whilst mm. it's on like rather than at you know, different yeah. times everyone wants Squid Games but all at different times yeah. that's quite significant
0: have you watched Not The Games? <laughs> no,
2: <it's Squid laughs> no I'm just going to try I'm going to try it out <laughs> oh, oh Squid Game! <laughs> Squid Game! I thought you said um, Squid Ga- no I haven't watched Squid Games no but I know it. I know more of it because I see on
1: Twitter I don't
2: understand no, I, I, did-
1: and I will I will say like the, the other thing is like Ricky's animals was another one animals. of those things that i actually think is animals <laughs> um he i think he i think he smashed that absolutely smashed. because it it like launched him in a, in his own individual mm. thing as well and it and yeah. it came out just after the offer it, it was just like <laughs> there was a moment where it, it just he went hyper into hyper fucking sphere and it was because i think he i think he i think that he really animals was totally different way of doing stand-up um yeah
2: the noah stuff is very yeah yeah and like
1: exactly the the oh the snake who fucked it all you know and i think that that was that, to me, I'd never seen it. And I, uh, I found the whole Adam and Eve story, his <laughs> reenactment of like, you know, that's not me. That's not me wanking off a bloke, but that's me just going <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to... That elephant. comes from the
2: show as well. That's yeah, from this exactly. show, actually. <laughs> exactly. and, he
1: goes, this and, he, and But I just love that he, you know, Ricky gets this amazing thing of just uh, reenacting the elephant and he, go, he kind of goes, gets to the elephant, he goes, well, what are you doing? And the elephant's just like that. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. I remember being like, that is yeah. fucking brilliant. And, and I hadn't laughed that much. So there was like, there was like a one, two punch with Ricky in that kind of early 2000s that where it, it just like, he he demonstrated that like he, he was doing something entirely different. And that was, mm. um, that was why I think it, it just went into the stratosphere
0: at that point. So that was Daniel Sharman.
1: Yeah. Oh, lovely guy.
0: I really, really enjoyed that conversation. That was just such a it was just such a varied different thing yeah, to what we normally it, do yeah, to it's... view review a show with with a third party and with someone that's clearly got such an extensive knowledge of the shows. Passionate as I he definitely I, did. As, as he I wasn't,
2: said. you could tell someone who fakes it, like who says, Oh, yeah, I'm interested in the show. And then they know about horses in the house, they might know that, but they don't know anything the intricacies of the stuff. But he, knows, yeah. he knew so much, you know. Um, yeah, that was Daniel Sharman. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And uh, we'll just sign off here, shall we? <laughs> what else oh, I, was to gonna
0: say, I was gonna say, I was just gonna wrap what up did- and say, what, what are you doing for the rest of the weekend, mate?
2: Um, bit of work bit of work, a bit of, bit of t- writing about gypsies again. And what will you be do? Actually, I know. I'll it's, tell you what you're doing. Martin's it's like nothing changes. The and then the cinema.
0: That's correct. Theater, yeah, what? I'm going to go and watch Simon Amstel now. Cinema. And then I'm going to go and watch The French Dispatch, uh, the new Wes Anson film, tomorrow, which I'm sure, Gary, you've probably got your tickets so already, haven't you? <laughs> oh, we're probably
2: going together. I've seen, I've seen it. seen it. I was doing a review. <laughs> you went-
0: you went to the premiere, didn't you? <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, um, was, sorry, cheers.
2: To
0: me. <laughs> cheers, everyone, cheers, for listening.
2: Cheers, cheers, cheers,
0: cheers for your company. And thank you, uh, Daniel Sharman, thank again. You, you are more than welcome to come on whenever you like, and um, pleasure to have you thank on. You. So enjoy your weekend, listeners, and we'll see you soon. <music>